realize that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. Welcome to My Third Eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to My Third Eye. So, we had this conversation last night, and like I said, I'm a martial artist, so I like Bruce Lee and all that. And one Bruce Lee quote that we brought up was, don't pay attention to my finger because you'll miss what I'm pointing at, you know? And I feel like that's happening all the time. And we talked about, like, what makes the finger pointer believable? You know, is it his character? Is it the fact that he has facts about the moon? You know what I mean? Um, we talked about some back then knowledge was passed down through tales and, and you know, orally, then it turned into books and, and, and written things. But now I don't care what kind of experience you have because I have a phone that tells me that you're lying and that the scientific research. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I have to apologize for the audio that I uploaded. I uploaded the wrong audio file. So this is me correcting my mistake. So you guys can get the full experience of my conversation with Easy, okay, from the cave. That's K4VE.com. Again, K4VE.com. Uh, go support those boys over there at, at the cave, the cavemen. And Jorizi is a fun guy to talk to, and I, I want to have him back on again. Uh, but sit back and enjoy this. I apologize for everything. Same with the Patreons. If, if you look, the I took the episodes down as soon as I got home. Due to this, me being me, I, I, I tarted out. Okay, that, that's all there is to it. I just I had one of those moments. So sit back and enjoy this. I'm going to plug the uh, Patreon real quick. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash My Third Eye Podcast. Go there, you'll see the tiers. Uh, pick the one that best suits you. Don't forget about your pets. Okay, muscle aches, cramps, uh, joint issues. PurePetWellness.com. Okay, PurePetWellness.com for all your pet CBD needs. Enter Ghost to Checkout. You get 20% off your entire order. And speaking of selling out, almost sold out of Conspiracy Soap again, go there. Get what you can before they're all gone. Conspiracy Soap. That's DangerousWorldPodcast.com. DangerousWorldPodcast.com. All right. I'm done. I apologize again. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Third Eye Zone. Yes, Another fun and exciting episode of My Third Eye. Today, I'm joined by Jorizi from Cave. And uh, yeah, I think we're going to get into a lot of fun stuff. We're just going to sit back, have a nice freestyle conversation like we always do here on My Third Eye Podcast. And uh, yeah, Jorizi, let people know where they can find you, where what, what your podcast, what you guys talk about, and wherever you are on social media and anything else. All right, so my name is Joe Reezy. My real name is actually Jarrell, and so Jarrizi is an alias for Jarrell. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Jarrizi. Unfortunately, my Twitter handle that I wanted to get was taken, so I changed it to J-O-R-E-E-E-Z-U-S. That's Jarrizus. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, it, it's it's meant to it's meant to poke at at the uh, religious population to try to engage a communicate uh, conversation. So that's who I am. That's where you can find me. I'm from a collective called Cave, just a group of guys that grew up together, known each other since high school. And you know, the stuff you talk about with your friends during break and lunch, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. those are conversations that you wish you had recorded. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So, 
fortunately, we're able to still capture that years later, but this time with more experience and knowledge under our belt. So still talking shit. We just shifted to a conspiracy or a, a comedy genre okay. instead of being social and you know cultural. I think that was our genre prior, but just making it a comedy podcast, just I feel like breaks down all the boundaries of saying crazy shit first of all fact check me i, I it was a, i was joking bro you know right. it's a comedy podcast <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time if you learn something that's also funny in itself absolutely so you can find us at the cave that's at the k4v3 um it's almost like a digital cave almost like a metaverse thing since it's an online community you know nice nice and oh, uh, yeah. I like the use of numbers in 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 your your spelling. Obviously, I use that for my media brand. Uh, uh, if you can see the thirty three in there, just to just to fuck with people, oh, yeah. you know what I mean. I'm like, you oh, know yeah. what? I'm, I'm just gonna throw the thirty three in there. Why not? And uh, you know, so I, I, I get where you're coming from. You know, you want you want to sit down, have conversations, and wish they were recorded, especially back in the day. Now. We have the we have the chance to sit down and record these conversations, get them out there, let people grind their gears and thought, and be like, you know what? I kind of agree with what he said, but he said it for me because I I I maybe I'm just too scared to have the voice to do it. So that's what us podcasters do. You know, we, we seek truth, and you know sometimes we go down some weird rabbit holes, but that's that's what makes it fun. And conspiracies should be fun. Don't take every one of them so serious. If you didn't talk about any rabbit holes in your circle of friends back in high school, junior high, I'm sorry, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You weren't you weren't around the right people, I don't think. Because I feel like it's not just even one genre of friends. It could be like the emo people. They talk about certain rabbit holes about the emo world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The jocks talk about certain sports rabbit holes. It's kind of that. And each of us in the cave brings something different to the table. I'm obviously wearing a mask and all that shit. So I bring in the whole spiritual conspiratorial. Is that the adjective? Yeah, that sounds good. The rabbit hole stuff, the supernatural stuff, you know what I mean? So when, when the ghost hit me up from fucking my third eye podcast came on, like I said, cave spelled with numbers. So it's almost like a beacon to the Gematria people Uh or the Matrix people, you know what I mean? So I feel like it was, uh, divine connection of us meeting together to make Hell this yeah. podcast happen man. Hell yeah. <laughs> plus you've been uh you've made some rounds on uh, a couple of my friends podcasts and uh that, you know and i've right. been but even before you uh went on um uh reality czars and and a couple others i had seen some of your videos on on like reels and, and stuff like that of highlights and this and that and i'm like man this guy's interesting like he just throws anything out there and i'm like man i want to talk to this guy next thing i know you're making appearances on some of my friends podcasts and i'm like well shit he he must not be untouchable i'm gonna reach out because you know what i mean because sometimes people get you know these platforms and they're like well no i only just do it because i I, I sit behind my camera and do this and uh, you know how dare you ask me for an interview it's like go fuck yourself you know what i mean like you're not that Mm -hmm. i don't care how even joe rogan you know if I reach out to you and you don't want to come on, I get it. You're a fucking busy guy, but don't don't be the type that it would belittle somebody. You know what I mean? Like you know, you started out from nowhere at one point too. You know what I mean? You were a humble guy uh, from Cuba that you know, well, born here, parent, you know, parents from Cuba, immigrants and what have you, and you came here uh-huh. and with practically nothing. And look at the, the the brand you made now. You know what I mean? Like he's his kids will never have to work. Off just talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, also, the way we started, too, we just started featuring our friends. You know what I mean? Our first 10 episodes was just kind of featuring our friends to talk about random stuff. And then the people that liked it were like, hey, dude, join the team, you know? And so we wanted to create that vibe of just friends and, you know what I mean? Kind of like the homie casual vibes. But as soon as we started rolling, we took some half court shots and hit up some people that are kind of you know what I mean known in the in the podcast space and yeah that that's the thing about the internet as much as we talk shit on the internet there are the pros of it of where you can connect with like-minded people like us right now you know what I mean uh everyone we've ever collabed with even the people like I'm sure there's a lot of stories of people 
being hesitant of hitting someone up, even for advice for certain things. I, I had this guy on the podcast. He has a big following on TikTok. His name is uh, Box for Sobriety. Um, he was a veteran and al- alcoholic. I think he was, I don't know if it was his first or second DUI, but look at him, look him up on TikTok, Box for Sobriety. He was having a rough night and he went and took a Hail Mary and DM'd Tony Jeffries. He's a uh, Olympian boxer and pretty much was like, hey man, like, you know those drunk texts, mm-hmm. like, that's like how- I can't even. <laughs> yeah, I don't how- even want to. I don't even want to paint the picture for people to to see him as. You know what I mean? So just put yourself in his position. You guys have taken hail marys drunk. Uh, that's how <laughs> I started my podcast. That, imagine doing that to your idol. You know right. what I mean? And Tony Jeffries actually reached out and you know what I mean. Gave him advice. Gave him some guidance. And now. Look how that changes trajectory of his life. His whole alias is Box for Sobriety. He's yeah. taken his life and made it like a whole positive mission of his. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So yeah, there are people I've hit up, bro, that has asked me, "What are your downloads like?" First and foremost, it's like, yeah. First of all, uh, well, first of all, I don't even want to do a podcast with you anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it, 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 <laughs> I, I, I put up episodes. I, and and I, every now and again I'll get a guest. Hey, how how well did the episode do? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't. I, I don't even look. Like I did okay. You know, mm-hmm. the first you know six months. You're like, you know, you're, you're new. You're like, oh wow, look, 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 look. Now it's just like, no, I don't. There's some episodes that just fucking tank. But in my mind, I hey, I started my podcast because I wanted to learn. I wanted to talk to the guests that I used to listen to and and get get knowledge or or you know something from and you know now like you said now now we're here where we have podcasts and if someone's like, oh what the hell is you and and you hit something on the uh you hit a nail on the head is sometimes meeting your idol isn't always a good thing because there was a podcast that man i it was one of my first that i ever found i loved it started my own you know, followed, still followed him, right? But followed him under the podcast, and uh, you know, he, he he thinks he's too big for his britches, and uh, you know, God can only take you so far. And uh, I I kind of see you tanking a, a little bit now, and uh, well, you shouldn't have shit on me because now I, I I'm never reaching out to you again to come on the on the on the show, and you know, go fuck yourself, right, right. right. And you don't want to be that guy too that like changes up his morals because of another person, you know, like fuck this guy, I'm gonna unfollow him now. You know, you're just hey man, I'm a fan of you, you're a dick, but Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that doesn't mean I'm not gonna still follow you and check out your content. I just don't want you on my shit no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's <laughs> it's like it, it, you know what, you you don't do certain things, you know what? I, I don't I don't do them either. And uh, yeah, th- thanks for the uh, thanks for the clarity. And uh, I'll take this as a learning step in life. And I'm not going to look back. I'm, I'm, you know, whatever it is, what it is. I don't, I don't care. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm kind of like you. If you, if you like pushing the religious boundaries, you, you you're kind of on the right show. Now I'm not completely <laughs> into the into spirituality. You know, I don't know. I just question everything. You know what I mean? I yeah. I grew up heavy Christian, you know, uh, you know, I was baptized in the Susquehanna river in the middle of January, many, many years ago was a devout reader of the Bible and follower. I have so many questions now. And, and after looking into it or listening to a podcast and, and listening to other people that, that tear it apart, I, I have a lot of questions and my biggest cult that I push back on is the fucking Mormon religion. And you know, mm-hmm. uh, on the news uh, news feed, uh, uh, my co-host he, he usually gets a lot of the hate mail on uh, from some Mormons. They're like, "Oh, that ghost! He just died!" Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "Hey, look into your own crazy fucking cult, <laughs> and you want to call it a religion?" Right. Uh, we actually had my cousin on, who's a he's a deacon for a Christian church, and yeah, the the Bible is something that we always go in and and talk about and i i was raised catholic eventually turned christian and bro i don't even know what the fuck i am anymore i'm spiritual you know what i mean yeah like, same is that is that agnostic i feel like agnostics kind of 
like a cop out term. I feel like you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's kind of like, like saying, "Oh, like I'm an atheist or I'm agnostic," and it's like, yeah. <laughs> I believe in something. I just don't know if I believe the words that man wrote down that's telling me right. that it came from a divine source. Because if 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 that happened today, they'd be locked up in a loony bin. Just say it. Yeah. And so one thing that I did talk about is since, you know, you grew up religious too, is how do you interpret the Bible? Obviously the Bible, um, depending on what your religious belief is, is still objectively a good reference source yes. for either historic events or just lore, mythical lore, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you interpret the Bible? Because it could be metaphorical, but at the same time, they fucking found Noah's art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, and that's where your mind just wants to start <laughs> racing. It's like, okay, well, there are certain um, historical facts that are in the Bible. And rightfully so. It was written by man in a certain time period where some of the, where this stuff actually happened. Now, when it gets to Revelation... I personally think that was that was him talking about Nero's reign as uh, an emperor of Rome and the time of. And that was the only way that they could kind of get that free speech out there is in a really coded text. And it was adopted into, oh, these are the end times because it's in Revelations. Well, maybe back up, pump the brakes, because maybe what everybody's taking is literal was just someone trying to explain the chaos of what Nero was doing to Christians at the time and trying to forewarn and tell people, hey, just stay steadfast in your faith. Uh, But I can't say that. I have to put it in this really cryptid, bizarre out there thing saying I had a a vision. You know what I mean? So it's crazy. You can take some of it literal, some of it as as metaphor. I don't know. I'm really struggling. I'll a lot right now with with because i i don't know what i believe whether it's flat earth round earth whatever i i just know we're lied to about everything um but when i see certain flat earth people using the bible to their benefit just to prove one point of hey god made a firmament well but yet you'll tear apart the rest of it but you'll you'll hang on to this part saying that this is literal you know what i mean so i don't know i'm I'm struggling with that right now it's just my new struggle like i i I hate it they're like oh the firmament firmament it's like but yet you tear apart every other part of the bible that you don't you don't think is real so i don't know (laughs) so it's interesting because we talked about um like i said how do you how do you interpret the bible and feel like universally whoever you speak to can agree that there are some cryptic messages encoded in the bible you know what i mean on some da vinci code shit you know whether you want to go that deep into it or right like it's just as simple as hey he's not talking about you know what i mean like a tree he's talking about spirit or whatever or your whole family or your ancestry you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i think back then before First of all, before there was anything written, there was everything was told orally, just stories, yes. right? Passed down. Like if, if someone fucking died, like that's it. You know what I mean? Like right. you better have known the story and how to say it, or be able to emphasize. You know, you know when you tell someone a story and they retell it for you, they don't emphasize certain parts. Mm-hmm. And if they don't emphasize certain parts, sometimes the meaning's all gone. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So I feel like that also meaning has gone lost when you translate that into written text right Mm -hmm. and then after written text i'm pretty sure pictures were were made first you know what i mean art and all that and it's cool because i feel like the more basic art is the more room it leaves to your imagination you know what i mean oh yeah Um, opposed to now we have all these like super detailed AI images to where you don't even even need to imagine anymore. If anything, Mm -hmm. you just need to imagine five fingers because the motherfucker made eight. You know what I'm saying? Right. (laughs) You're like, oh, fuck. I I got to unsee the the other three or one or whatever. (laughs) It's like, but other than that, it's really cool. But yeah, like you look at like, uh, like old cave drawings and stuff and it, it leaves a lot to the imagination. And, and, uh, Un, unpopular to a lot of people that 
isn't very popular in the sense that, well, if you look at these quote unquote scholars, it's their imagination and interpretation what exactly. we're told that this is and it could they could be completely wrong but because they went to to university they know they they know and i it's like yeah i don't i don't really think you do the thing is is like they don't even fucking know what they know is just what they currently like you know by the deadline we need to come up with a fucking statement of what the fuck this is because right. otherwise we don't look credible but low-key we're still trying to figure this out <laughs> you know what i mean because the Euphrates rivers just dried up. Yeah. Uh, but what's crazy is um, there's going to be a deeper conversation about uh, uh, free will. But I just also feel like the Bible is a work of art as as far as written literature goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's in fucking every hotel, despite even in fucking Vegas. You think Vegas is religious? Right. It doesn't matter. They have a Bible over there, even in prison. You know, I, mean, I get the prison thing as far as a yeah. form of rehab, mental rehab. But but, but Sin City Bible, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's uh, I, I I don't know whether we want to talk about like the Vatican and like the Roman Empire and all that stuff. But what I'm trying to say is, there's obviously a governing body that edits and almost like Wikipedia is the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the majority, let's say 80% of them, are nefarious. They're really trying to like blur the story in order to make it kind of Disney-fied, I like to call it, mm-hmm. to commercialize it so it's just you know well-received by everyone. But I think there's a minority, like a 20% of them, that's trying to put out like certain texts that are undeniably cryptic and like raises questions to the people that are really digging. And since they're in the council, you know what I mean? Like, obviously their word holds some kind of power. But since that text is going to be allowed in, maybe the 80% is going to be like, well, fuck it. Let's put this text in just to kind of scramble it too so you don't look too much into it. You know what I mean? Right. So I feel like if you look at the Bible, it can be interpreted in multiple ways. And I feel like that's why it's a work of art, like abstract art. You know what I mean? Like you look at something and it's, Sometimes it makes you feel different things, so you interpret it differently on different days. You know what I mean? It, it's one of the so, only books that you can do that with. It, exactly, you can have a completely different interpretation of what you read of Genesis 1, and I could have a completely different interpretation of Genesis 1 that I read. And it, it, But no one – and someone else could have a different one. There might be that one person – usually on the pulpit saying no this is the one but who are you to say that mine isn't the one yeah it's it's crazy because we talked about how fragmented everything is and even the archetype of jesus being well first of all the name jesus like i don't know anybody from fucking middle east named jesus bro no it should have been uh, actually translated to uh joshua Exactly. Or Jesus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about just Jesus alone. People say that, you know, you. I have this conversation. I'm sure you had this conversation of people talking to missionaries and saying, well, what if there was a child in Africa and he um, really believed in, in a God but didn't accept Jesus? Would he go to heaven if he dies? No, because you need to accept Jesus. You know what I mean? Uh, but if you I, translate to the original text, it's Joshua. So what the who's Jesus, yeah. bro? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and the image that you worship now as Jesus is not even the real guy. It was uh, Caesar Borgia, Caesar Borgia's son, who was a piece. Of, they were both pieces of shit. I heard they had all their original artwork redone with his face on it and then they burned the original artwork Mm -hmm. and so everything that you're every all the white jesus that you're seeing right now is based on borgia's son right borgia's son and no offense i say this on 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 cunt a lot um the original jews they didn't have the skin color i have they weren't white sorry just saying (laughs) just just gonna put that the fuck out there and jesus wasn't white either <laughs> they had dark skin mm-hmm. they're middle eastern you know come on or or descendants of africa or egypt they have darker skin where this whiteness come that, from imagine if he came if, if first first of all his name was jesus and he was white and had blue eyes like 
people would be like, nah, dog, he's the Messiah, bro. Ain't nobody here that looks like him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Undeniable, bro. Undeniable. <laughs> That's what makes him special. He's the only white guy in, in Jerusalem with blue eyes and brown hair. He's the next contestant on Save Your Life. But see, that, that's the thing. Like I talked about, we went down a rabbit hole of Christmas and took that apart and found out it was kind of a satanic practice draped in, you know, gift wrap, uh, balls and, and fucking Christmas decoration, mm-hmm. if you will. And it's like all this energetic force and spiritual force that we're putting into whether we just like to do it because of our kids or whether there is an energy harvesting you know what i mean whether we are outputting energy something is 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 feeding off that you know what i mean and it's not who you're thinking it is it's not jesus or, or any of that and that's yeah. kind of why i took the alias jerezus because it's like let's let's talk about it you know what I mean? right <laughs> <laughs> and 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 when it comes to christmas um there's so many so many things even just with the the day christmas you know you're going to settle on that just like every other uh culture or uh empire before that their deity was born on on december 25th uh mm-hmm. as well but then you start looking into you know easter and christmas and the passover and all this other stuff and it, it's funny when i hear christians singing a have yuletide carols and and what have you singing about the yule log it's like you do know that that is from pagan worship that that's from the vikings and shit okay it's from my ancestor don't ruin it for me bro don't ruin it for me bro right (laughs) it's like don't uh, uh, i still believe it's like you gotta look into some of your truth you know what i mean like look into the origin you know they just basically took all these different holidays and made them generic so everybody could kind of follow whatever religion you were yeah and i don't know we can we can get into you know they say words are spells right Mm -hmm. and everything's hidden in in the words and santa is really close to satan right Uh uh-huh and Satan always tries to hijack good and kind of Trojan horse his way in. And obviously, that's when he does his work, according to the story, right? And he always tries to be a false prophet and always tries to be like God and tries to take the spotlight away from Jesus. Now, the only thing besides Santa and all that, the only thing that really still stands as far as to Christ is the word Christmas because it's Christ's mass, right? Right. But even that, bro, what the fuck is X Mass? You know what I mean? You just <laughs> X'd it out. You just X'd out Christ. <laughs> uh-huh. A- absolutely. And and everybody's okay with it. You know, it's like you know, and, and people are gonna hear this be like, yo, ghost, in one hand you're like shitting on it, the other hand you're you're defending. Yes, because it, it's called thinking for yourself, ask questions. Let the chips fall where they may. No one's right, no one's wrong here. You know what I mean? And when you look into to santa claus and eating all the cookies that's a metaphor for i believe it was moloch who ate all the children oh wow and he got yeah fat. i heard i heard the craziest thing too i heard was the fact that saint nicholas was apparently uh, an exorcist like he controlled mm-hmm. he was able to either summon demons and control them and that's kind of the connection of um, what's his face, Krampus. Mm-hmm. Krampus is demon kind of looking, you know. Yep. And Saint Nicholas has some ties with the Templars, and if you know the Templars, they secretly were worshiping Baphomet. Yes. Now I made this connection, and no one's made this connection yet. I don't think so. I put out Reddit threads out there to start the conversation, but since Saint Nicholas is connected to the Templars and he can summon demons, could Trampus just be an archetype for first of all Santa and the reindeers right there's a horned being kind of androgynous because we can get into the reindeers not really having antlers in the Christmas time because male reindeers shed their antlers around fall so mm-hmm. if you're seeing Rudolph a boy's name with, horn, with, with antlers like 
he's either gay or he was neutered. You know right. what I'm saying? But I'm trying to hint to like a transgender or an androgynous kind of horned being. And that sounds like Baphomet, right? Yeah, very close. This kind of looks like Baphomet. I think so too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and so, Rudolph having the red nose, man, lay off the, the Amanita mas- uh, mascara, you know, lay off the mushrooms, you know, and stop drinking your own piss. And then, you know, it, then the, the, the monks and stuff would come behind them and eat, eat the snow so they could fucking trip. Straight up. The thing is, if you're now, this is what I asked everybody is, OK, let's say we're writing the program of the satanic Christmas program, right? Mm hmm. But in the surface level, it's just, oh, buy gifts for people. Hey, don't look too far into it. It's just, it's, you know what I mean? It's a holiday for family and all that. If you're practicing that on a surface level, are you still hitting the tones that resonate down to what it would? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This program to do, you know what I mean? That's a good question. You know what I mean? Because knowing all this now, like it's hard for me to practice Christmas. I'll be honest with you. Right. You know what I mean? I don't have kids yet, so it's easy for me to set traditions now and be like, this is how we do it, y'all. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, how do you do it? How do you deal with it? it it's it's hard because when, when my kids were, were young, you know, and even when I grew up, you know, it was the Christmas tree, the Christmas presents, let's decorate the tree, let's put the lights on, let's, you know, put lights outside, you know, let's get into the Christmas spirit and now it's like... What does that even mean? Right. And now I... I, I I like that time of year only because it makes me feel good um, with with like good energy. But always in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, y- you know, and, and you and you want to say it to somebody. Well, you know, but you usually end up not really saying that to your kids or, or your wife or, or any other family member that time of year. Now, fast forward. Kids are grown. Now they're starting to question shit. And it, it, it's funny, you know, maybe I laid the conspiracy seed a little bit in both of them, you know, and they do. They'll question stuff. And my stepson, when, when Rona came around, I mean, watching him, like my wife, his mom, my wife would bring something up and he'd be like, mom, really? And he just spit fucking fire. And I'm like, yo, nice. All right, cool. <laughs> you get it. You're dropping down. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's it's hard because at the same time, you don't want to be that dad who's like, yeah, we don't do Christmas. So my, my dad thinks it's sat- satanic. <laughs> it's like, what the... Right. <laughs> as funny as that sounds, it's it's funny because, you know, I'm still trying to digest it, but obviously that's... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very, um, very what is called it incites a, a, a reaction you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's controversial it's very controversial to say well and and it's kind of kind of the same thing growing up i mean i knew i knew kids that weren't allowed to to practice uh, celebrate halloween because they said it was satanic and, and they were christian now the roles are kind of reversing now is that 
you could get into is that Satan's plan all along to take a good holiday and flip it around to make it look bad and make us question that it, that it is. I don't know, but it's kind of weird. You know, you, you go from the day of the dead that was practiced down in, in South America that eventually got turned into Halloween. And, you know, there's other stories from England with, you know, uh, you know, with the jack-o'-lantern and, and what have you. And now you're seeing the fo- focus kind of turn towards a lot of these quote unquote good holidays for a reason. I think, I think everybody's just sick and tired of being programmed and force fed what they've been taught since they were kids because their parents were taught that their parents were taught that, you know, it's tradition, tradition, tradition. And now people are being like, you know what? I mean, look into that because now I have this thing called a computer and I can go to the depths of the internet to find information in places that I never thought existed, you know, years ago. You know, when I was a kid, you had a library. That was it. The internet was just being born. <laughs> so it was, it was crazy. Think about that. Like I was going to say too, like all this Christmas stuff we're talking about, if, you, if for your listeners, if you want to go deeper down into this research, you could just Google it, you know? Google St. Nicholas. You don't have to go join a fucking like secret society or, or do anything to, you know, get, get initiated to find out like the, the facts of the, all this. But back then you kind of did, right? Like you had to know someone in order to access their library because you couldn't access this stuff at your public library. Right. You know what I mean? This, this is like when Hot Topic used to be creepy type shit. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. <laughs> and same like with those kind of libraries. Yeah. And same with Spencer's uh, back in the day when, when Halloween rolled around. And you're like, man, I wish I had $180 for that Halloween mask. Like, man, that's that's some Hollywood shit right there. You know what I mean? Now or, it's just- <laughs> or you know, you know, back in like those um, community rented video stores and you yes. had the 18, 18 and older section. Yeah, the, por- like the porn the porn spot. What's going on over there? I can't wait till I turn 18 to, to scope that out. You know, you kind of had to be meet a certain criteria in order to access yeah. certain topics back then. But now you can just fucking Google anything or just listen to a podcast. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Some people in our community, I'm talking about all our the circle of the people that we've been involved with, they mm-hmm. do some pretty dope breakdowns on certain oh, conspiracies. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, just I, I love it all. in this circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, shout out to to you know people that you know i communicate with on it on a daily basis in in you know the community and what have you that do solo shows that that go in and break stuff down do the research i honestly i'm i don't have add but when it comes to sitting down to read something this is why i was not very good at school uh when i was younger because i hated reading i now I can read, but I hated reading. I hated doing the assignments. I have to learn on my own. I have to learn my own way, not the programmed way. And anytime I sit down to try and research something, I see too many squirrels, too many shiny objects. Oh, what's this rabbit hole? What's oh, well, where's this going? Where's this go? And next thing you know, I'm completely off topic. And I'm like, you know what? I I'm better at doing a guest based podcast. So I, that's what I started out with and that's my very first one was a solo episode and it was complete shit the f word was every other fucking word because you know i'm a vet default you're in a nervous situation you just start dropping fucking swear words you know those are your filler words and you know it was on the clinton body count and and what have you and it was just like okay i i need guests i need to feed off the energy that's uh, that's funny that's actually interesting um what podcast did you listen to prior to getting into any starting your own? My very first podcast. This is gonna this is gonna kind of sound funny in a, in, a, in a roundabout way. I had taken two weeks off um, in in August of like twenty. I think it was twenty nineteen, and I've always been fascinated with with Bigfoot. You know, since I was little, I, I grew, was born in Wyoming, grew up in Idaho till I was um, 10. Then we moved out here to Pennsylvania, you know, whatever. You know, I, I remember going camping with friends and being like, oh, wow, you, you know, you, you're young and you're like, I heard they have Bigfoot over in Washington State. Yeah, but did you hear about Oregon and, and California? No, 
do you think they're going to come over here? I don't know. You know, <laughs> those, those types of stories when, when you're a kid, right? So mm-hmm. I found Sasquatch Chronicles. I was putting a, a foot, building a chicken coop, whatever. I was like, you know, I'm going to listen to a podcast. I, I, I crave knowledge and what have you. I'm going to listen to this. That led into the confessionals. Then that led into um, some, and, and always had a, a, a thing for conspiracy theories. That led into some other ones. And then roundabout way, I found Dangerous World podcast. And I was like, wow, I really like this. And at the time, he, him and his cousin, he, his cousin was his co-host. And they'd get into all sorts of secret societies, government conspiracies, this and that. And Ryan, who still does it, um, his old co-host, his cousin, came from more of a uh, strong, left-leaning, liberal, the government's here to help you standpoint. And he came from the government is not here to help you standpoint. And so it made good banter. And now his cousin's come a little bit more this way. You know, you can stand to have a conversation with him on, on certain, you know, things. But he, he, there was a point where he thought Bill Gates was the savior of the world. You know what I mean? Like he, he Bill Gates could do no wrong. And I started listening to some other ones and go, doing a callback to the drunk text. I sent a DM wow. to the Dangerous World podcast on on Instagram. You think you can help me start a podcast? <laughs> you know, now it didn't sound like that. I spelled it normal, but I, you know, I'd been drinking, whatever, you know. Yeah, sure, man. You know, hit me up whenever you're ready. Next thing you know, here we are. Uh, to, over 250 episodes later, and him and I do a new show together. We've become really good friends and you know, wow, it, 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 it's, awesome. it's crazy and he lives in Arizona I'm over here in Pennsylvania and it, it, it's nuts we're and it, it's funny because every now and again we'll I'll I'll bring it up as like a you know the valley girl I'll be like oh well, well it's just a Pisces thing right because we're both Pisces we're both born in March he's the beginning I'm the end and I'll be like oh I hate when you say that I'm like well you know the, I, I bring the fucking gay dumb dark humor you know half the time you know why why so serious did he respond right away or did he respond like a few days later he responded pretty much directly which was shocked oh, yeah. me yeah because that, yeah, that i mean you, you got that drunk and well how, how was that like we're like oh shit am I tripping? <laughs> yeah i was just like oh shit this dude really got back to me like i didn't know what to do i was like fuck he called my bluff i think you know what i mean because you're sitting there like yeah i got liquid courage i want to start a podcast and then all of a sudden FaceTime. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I can. Yeah, I can help you. Oh fuck. Well, I don't have any equipment. I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know the basics. You know what I mean? I just know I love listening to them. And you know, fast forward. You know, you, you get your equipment, and you know, you upgrade. You, you know, thanks to to the Patreons, I've been able to upgrade to some really good equipment, and was able to come in contact with. Uh, other creators that helped him upgrade to get him a roadcaster as well. And, you know, it's just been great. It's been a great community. Uh, people reach out, people are willing to help. And, you know, you have those assholes out there that, you know, want to start shit and just think whatever. And it's like, you know what? Don't have time for you. Uh, yeah, the, the, him and I love calling motherfuckers out, especially on, on cunt. You know, there was, there, there was this period about a year ago where, where certain podcasters in the community, I'm never charging for my content. Uh, that's a sellout and da 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 da. Well, shit. Now you're running commercials too. Huh. Huh. Oh, you got a Patreon now too. Shit. I thought you said you'd never do that. No wonder why I quit following you. You know what? Shout out to Patreon, man. I just, we just recently jumped on to Patreon. I think this year we launched it, but yeah, what a tool, right? I don't think there's anything like it as far as a direct access to the content creator. And even, I mean, certain certain memberships give you a benefit of controlling the content direction too. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And getting getting to really know, you know what I mean? Like, if you really fuck with ghosts and want to get to know them, I'm pretty sure you have some kind of benefit in your Patreon. Uh, sometimes there's meetups. You can do a one-on-one with them and talk mm-hmm. about crazy shit, you know? So, now, what do you think? Do you think... You should build a following first before launching Patreon, or fuck it, just launch a Patreon from the beginning because that's kind of been the topic in our group before it, launching it. See, that's hard because I came in into this. Um, this is where Ryan and I are completely different. He's he's the more artistic type of Pisces 
where he he can this is one of his shirts that you know government is a virus back in the day that you know he he put out it you know before i even reached out to him i you know as a listener and what have you and when he replied yes i did fanboy just to clear that up um but uh when i started i was like because he'd be like you know start a patreon start a patreon i'm like yeah but i don't know you know what i mean like i'm new i'm still like getting my feet wet i i you know i'm trying to find my 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 grind and i think it was about after about a year i was like all right i'm gonna do it and at the time i had two different shows i had my weekly episode which is this one and i had a a weekly round table that i used to do called talk at the tavern which was fun and in the infancy it was like the fucking wild wild west sometimes 15 16 20 people would show up for a round table sometimes it would be as little as six but in the infancy we'd go for four five six hours yeah of just fucking talking drinking smoking whatever people wanted to do and after about 70 some episodes i I was just getting burnt out of trying every week to try and book six different guests to do a a round table but to back it up to the patreon i i had that and um my third eye so i would started putting out okay the first hour's free anything after that sign up for the three dollar tier the three dollar tier gets you the wednesday episode in its entirety no commercials whatever now if you want to sign up for the five dollar tier because i i keep them low keep them reasonable you know what i mean like gas and groceries are fucking out 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 the ass anymore and so the five dollar tier gets you any video of any episode all the episodes in their entirety and a ten dollar tier you're just a super supporter at that point you know you just really love the content and you 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 enjoy I, i keep it low and simple just because you know there's certain people out there that be like well i have a 25 dollar tier well how many how many subscriptions do you have to that 25 well i have two all right what's your next lowest tier well ten dollars well how many subscriptions do you have there oh about 30 well you know if you drop your 25 and push everybody to 10 <laughs> you're gonna double your fucking money in the end you know what i mean because it's 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 much more affordable to pay ten dollars a month than it is twenty five dollars a month and more people can afford to spend ten dollars a month because you know let's face it pack of cigarettes is almost ten dollars depending on the state you're in other state mm-hmm. way more than ten dollars it's a no-brainer you keep it cheap you know what i mean and you know if you if you're good at video audio and it, it may be doing really great bonus things by all means charge what you think your time is worth to put in that so if you want a 25 dollar or a 50 dollar tier do it but me three five and ten dollars you know hey sign up that that's all you got to do and it, 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 it's worked so far bro i've seen some 250 dollar tiers yeah like what <laughs> like i'm not paying 250 dollars a month yeah be a stockholder <laughs> god damn it <laughs> right like that's a half a car payment like get the fuck out of here <laughs> no because i did hear this advice of just throw out a high high tier you know what i mean and someone someone will bite but at the same time realistically those people will probably just bite for like a month or two you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it's the it's the continuous support i feel like that not only pushes you to be like, you know what, fuck, I'll do behind the scenes, or you know what, the fuck, I'll, I'll dissect what the fuck we talked about in that previous episode because it was so fascinating, and I still want to talk about it. Right? You know what I mean? Just the fact that there's two, three, or even like you have a community that's really interested in that to the point where they're asking for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It also, as far as a content creator relationship with your audience, I feel like it's also symbiotic because it it kind of pushes you. You know what I mean? And inspires you too. Oh, absolutely. To, to go down certain rabbit holes. I, I remember the first time I, I, I pulled money off the Patreon and I was just like, okay. Uh, when I started my podcast, I, I was given a hand-me-down of a laptop that ran Windows 8. Okay. Windows 8. So when it was time to edit audio, it 
each step would take almost an hour, hour and a half. And I'm like, holy fuck, what the, you know what I mean? And, and you're running into, yeah, you'd walk away, go cook dinner, take a shit, take the dogs for a walk, you know, maybe go over to a friend. It's, it's kind of like the old Napster days. Oh, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, mm-hmm. yep, it's it's ready. I can, I can move to the next step. Well, then, all right, I, I bit the bullet. I was like, I'm going to pull this money out. I'm going to get a new laptop. Got a new laptop. It's running Windows 11, whatever. The moment I went into edit audio and <laughs> I click OK, boop, done. I was like, whoa this is what people were talking. They're like, why does it take you so long to edit an episode? It, it, it should only take da, 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 maybe 30 minutes at the max, you know, depending on how much you want to tweak it. I'm like, now I see why they're saying, why does it take go so long? Well, <laughs> shit, I was running windows fucking eight. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so yeah, pulling that out and that being so happy that the, the Patreons, you know, contributed to that. And, you know, it made sure to thank them. Same with the roadcaster, that that money came from the Patreons and you know any money I've ever made always went to the podcast because it was you know what I mean I started this with no money and any upgrade that I I, I got was because of the listenership and always grateful for that and 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 still want to take it to more you know I I've I'm doing this M3E media thing I want to take it to you know I, maybe I should wait about 15 more minutes to to put this behind patreon but i do want to take this to another level to where bigger things can happen and other people can be part of the whole media group if that makes sense see almost like a collective i I like the m3 man you're speaking my language yeah (laughs) (laughs) well thank you (laughs) it's just you know and it's hard you know what i mean like I'm not good at video editing. I'm learning. You know, I have a, a couple people that, you know, give me tips and, hey, try this, do this. And if, if you run into problems, hit me up. It's like, okay, audio? Dude, I used to DJ when I was in the Air Force and, and throw down and, and, and loved it, you know. But that was back before everything was digital. And and so, but once I got yeah, the nice. hang of the digital and it's on the screen and I'm listening to it, everybody there's a lot of podcasters out there i fucking hate post-production and it's like dude i love it that that's my favorite probably my favorite part because then i get to tweak it and i get to listen back blend it and i'm like yeah that's that's my finished fucking product and i put it out and maybe sometimes i put a little bit more energy into post-production than than you know anything else but that's what the listeners get to hear at the at the end you know what i mean it's that final product and you you don't you don't want to sound like you're in an echo room and and blah, 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 talking to a tech cat you want studio quality uh-huh. yeah or <laughs> it's like oh fuck you know what i mean right. or, or 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 the one that gets me the most is this <sighs> someone's sitting there vaping the whole fucking time it's like that is probably one of the first times I've ever taken a hit off my vape on this show that anybody ever heard. I always, since day one, muted myself because I, I can't stand it. I, I want good audio. Couldn't even hear it, dog. Couldn't even hear it. <laughs> what I hate is when people do this when they're talking. Sometimes I'm I'm doing this yes. and they're making their points and they're, I'm like, bro, what the fuck, dude? Like, no one's talking. Like, you got the air to yourself. Yeah, st- stop banging your shit. All right. If you want to bang something, bang something that your mic is not attached to that I'm not going to hear. And the, the oh yes, uh, yeah, you're speaking my love language here. <laughs> before before we get off that, and another thing I hate is this. I fucking hate that shit, bro. <laughs> what dead air? No, when just people are just like, like you know, it, it, it's because we have a panel sometimes. So there's like six, seven of us. You know what I mean? And when when we're like an hour and 45 minutes in and the guy who has, obviously hasn't spoken an hour 30 minutes is like <laughs> it's just like dude if you weren't gonna talk just get the fuck you're, 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 right. you're fucking my bandwidth up first and foremost <laughs> you know? we probably wouldn't lag if you weren't here so like next time just don't come or it, I'm gonna have to edit that later in post too and it's hard to edit it when they're doing that or mm-hmm. you're tapping or anything in the middle of someone making a point that you 
eventually want to clip you know what i mean <laughs> oh i feel you it, it, it's hard it's like oh. hey if you, if you like the post-production man you're i feel like you're hitting a flow that not a lot of people get to as a podcaster because i just complained to my wife i was like i fucking hate the post-production part oh that's funny you know <laughs> yeah it's hilarious yeah i, I love it I, i'm always researching and and it, you know looking for better ways to i mean obviously you're not gonna podcasters do this from their house okay unless you're spending a few thousand dollars to renovate a bedroom to make it studio quality like you would get in a re- recording studio it's not gonna happen you know what i mean you're gonna do things you know it looks great behind me. If I turn the camera the other way, you're going to be like, man, that's ghetto as fuck. You got blankets hanging up. You got, you know, anything for sound dampening, whatever. But you also have to have decent equipment and um, you have to learn the processes the right way. You know what I mean? Like uh, if you're if you're going to amplify something, you need to make sure it's normalized and, and that there's just a lot of steps that go together that if done right can make you and i sound like we're sitting sitting in a radio station and we're gonna give you the the news on the fives and the weather on the sixes you know what i mean so it's it's crazy honestly what you can do i've actually met some people doing podcasts who just do it straight out their car man Mm -hmm. like i wouldn't have guessed that at all like it's really impressive what people can do yeah especially with technology now. Like I said, I bash technology and I think it's like a, uh, well, a talisman for, you know, some kind of egregore entity to come in here. Right. But there are some pro, there, there are some benefits of, of, of technology, you there, know, getting a message that, you know, is a conversation worth hearing that could probably change your perspective on certain things out of a car. Like that's kind of magical in my, in my eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, you know, I, I've I've done now they weren't recorded, but I've done Zoom meetings in the past where power was out at the house, had to go in on my phone and sit in my car. You know, thankfully, you know, in my mindset, I'm like, thank God this isn't being recorded because I know I sound like shit. You know what I mean? I'm tinny. I, you can totally tell I'm on a, on a fucking phone. There's no microphone in front of me. There's you know, it, but you know there are people out there that do it and then they go into post-production and depending on the tools that they use it's like holy shit like wow you made that you cleaned that up great yeah and sometimes like i mean you knowing what you're doing sometimes you're kind of hypercritical of certain things too you know what i mean (laughs) so yo yo i turned a radio station (laughs) off like two weeks ago right and it was during like the Christmas New Year break. So, you know, they just find interns to come in, right? This dude, this dude that came in and it was a rock station that I was like, okay, I'll listen to the rate. Cause normally I don't, I was just like, I'm going to put on some rock. Maybe they'll play some tool or whatever. I got a 10 minute ride home. I'm not going to listen to it long. Now, mind you, 10 minute ride home, right? This dude couldn't get back from the microphone. And it was like, pop, 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 pop. Every fucking word he was saying, I was like, Dude, step the fuck back. Like, I, I'm sitting there in the car. I'm like, fuck this. I'm turning it off. I, I turned it off. I was like, if you, yeah, you yeah. like, dude, seriously, let the microphone do its justice. You don't. Well, now, like, I have a pop filter on, so you're not going to hear it as, as, as much. But it it was bad. It was. I, I thought I was listening to, like, a middle schooler trying to put out a radio station. And this this is a. A pretty big radio station in northeastern Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? I was like, "Holy fuck!" None of the other fucking DJs sound like that. Just these. I was like, "Fuck!" I can't listen to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Call me picky. I did. I I used, I used to dabble, and I'm still kind of working on some projects. Uh, but I used to rap, make music. As a person who is not really knowledgeable about you know mic distance and all that, it is a vibe to. Be so close to the mic like this, baby. You know what I mean? It gets you kind of in that radio tone. So maybe that's what's going. What was going on with the intern? 
Right. And, and, third and, and trust me, third when, when I started out uh, doing the podcast, you know, I, I had to, I had to learn mic distance. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you get too close and it's just like, it, it, you're uh, okay. It's, it's like, a world of a difference. Yeah. That's crazy. And mm-hmm. you just have to realize these microphones are, are designed, the, the technology that's in a lot of these microphones are there to make, just to amplify your voice, to pick it up and carry it as a, as a tool. So, so let it do its job and you do your job. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it, it, it's a learning curve. Trust me. I, it took me a while to figure out the, the proper distance and, and, you know, like, can I talk to it on the side? Cause no, well, it, it is designed that way, but now I, now I sound like shit compared to when I'm talking to it up front and back at a normal, normal distance. So I don't know. It, there, there's, Everybody thinks we we sit in our house, we throw these together. Be, oh, you're just sitting there talking to somebody. There's a lot more that goes into to making a podcast than than people know. And guess what? We're all usually working um, forty plus hours. Where do I start? I'm bad shit. What you read in the covenant is cap. I was bred by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Another sapien that's on the globe. Lost cold, looking for the direction, but don't nobody know. The only bit of insight that they ever sold me, I've been start to find out, doesn't really hold. Every highfalutin piece of shit hidden in a tie, high motives to align goals. Cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole. Someone gotta die, they don't care, they itemize souls. Tit jobs from Botox to light bulbs, light bulbs in my head of where I might go. I'm on a tightrope, walking this edge. And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, shit And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, yeah Fuck And I've been wondering if, look I've been hopping down this rabbit hole for quite some time To find lines that connect through to all their lies They normalize a real life poltergeist To trust Pfizer with a remedy to make you right The thought's sick I take a chance and roll my dice Because something in my stomach isn't sitting right I want a soul search, find a place to bring in light But I can't cause Fuck I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant It's cap You were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it, we bat shit What we read in the covenant, it's cap We were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it I want the power to shake shit and shift shape Tap in the pineal eye without a mistake We have the power to live right and get straight But they found a way to remove this, they bitch made Hey. Keep on calcifying glands with your flow ride while I flow ride the valor of rhyme. I'm flying high by the seat of my pants. A beat speaking to me, no, I'm talking back every chance. Hoping one day I make it overseas or to France. But in the Northwest, I trip without a traveling band, yeah. And that's word of my cat plug. I'm higher than giraffe puss. Look what the cat drug in. Now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub. At midnight, I don't fill it up with the tap cup. Soaking in my cannabis suds. Anything for a buzz. Reclaim my residue inside of a dab jug. Peel through a fat stash, burning the last snug. I picture this dimension I don't want to come back from. But here I am, still stuck in the bathtub. My brain fried, but honestly, I'm fine. I'd rather not have one. I'm batshit. I'm fucking bad shit, and it's your fucking fault. It's their fault. Straight up. I'm done. I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant. It's cap. You were fed by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Enough of it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.